It's time to gather the family around for the family discipleship portion of Household Hermeneutics. Hey, everyone, and welcome to our third episode of the family discipleship portion for Household Hermeneutics. This episode is coming right after our first dive into a theological doctrine, bibliology. In the main episode three, we talked all about the Word of God and specifically its revelation and its inspiration. So this here is going to be still on that same topic, and we're going to be looking at it at a family worship type setting. So in our last family worship episode, we talked about studying the Bible. Now remember, we are called to glorify God and enjoy Him forever. And since God's Word is the only way to learn how to glorify and enjoy Him, we need to make sure to study the Bible so that we may learn how to do so. We even went through some great ways to study God's Word, such as always reading it regularly, memorizing Bible verses, and reading Bible studies and listening to sermons. Here's the thing, though. All of this begs the question, why? What is it about the Bible that makes it the source we should use and trust so that we can live our lives to glorify and enjoy the Lord? If the Bible is really just a, an old book written by some smart people a long time ago, then we probably wouldn't care too much about what it said, right? And we certainly wouldn't need to study it or memorize it and try to live according to what it said. But that is not the case. The Bible was divinely inspired by God, and what I mean by that is that every word in the Bible came from God. It is God's own word, and that is why we can trust it and use it to glorify and enjoy the Lord. So let's start by looking at some verses in the Bible that will help us to understand this. You should recognize this first one since it's part of our memory verse from last time, 2 Timothy 3.16. All scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness. It says right there at the beginning of the verse that all scripture is breathed out by God. That means it all came from God. Now let's look at 2 Peter 1.21. It says, For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. We can see here that none of the Bible came from man's will, but from God's. So let's move into the Old Testament and look at the Psalms for a moment. Here's a good one. We see in Psalm 12:6 that the words of the Lord are pure words, like silver refined in a furnace on the ground, purified seven times. So what does this mean? What it's saying is that God's words are pure, which means they have no flaws. They are all God's words, and they are all true. Now, as we like to do here in these lessons, now let's take a minute to look at some of the historical catechisms to see what they have to say about the inspiration of Scripture. So, first, let's check the catechism for boys and girls. In question 15, it asks, Who wrote the Bible? Answer, holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit. This is confirming what we've just read in the Bible verses, especially in 2 Peter 1.21. Now let's move over to Keech's Catechism next. In question 5, it asks, 
How do we know that the Bible is the Word of God? Answer. The Bible evidences itself to be God's Word by the heavenliness of its doctrine, the unity of its parts, its power to convert sinners and to edify saints. But the Spirit of God only, bearing witness by and with the Scriptures in our hearts, is able fully to persuade us that the Bible is the Word of God. So now, before we conclude, we're going to look at one of the great historical confessional documents. Let's take the Second Helvetic Confession from 1566. In chapter 1, section 1, this is like the very beginning of this confession, it says, We believe and confess the canonical scriptures of the holy prophets and apostles of both testaments to be the true word of God, and to have sufficient authority of themselves, not of men. For God himself spoke to the fathers, prophets, apostles, and still speaks to us through the holy scriptures. All right, so we've just talked about a lot of stuff. We've looked at the Bible. We've looked at some historical church documents and catechisms. But what does this all tell us? We've now seen from Scripture itself that God divinely inspired all of the Bible. It is literally God's word. And the catechisms agree. God recorded his words through holy men that he taught. So when we consider the Bible, we don't have to worry if it was just written by humans and doesn't actually contain the truth that we need to live by. We know that it is God's word, his own words, that he made sure were written down so that we can read them and study them and learn how to glorify him and enjoy him forever. I don't know about you, but I find that very encouraging and comforting. Now let's move into this week's memory verse. Like I mentioned before, we did 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17 last time. This time, we're going to memorize 2 Peter 1, 21. 2 Peter 1, 21. For no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Second Peter one twenty one, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Second Peter one twenty one, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of man, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. All right, now let's look at a catechism to memorize. I've included a couple catechism question and answers in the notes, but for memorization purposes today, let's go with question 15 of the Catechism for Boys and Girls. Question, who wrote the Bible? Answer, holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit. Question, who wrote the Bible? Answer. Holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit. Question. Who wrote the Bible? Answer. Holy men who were taught by the Holy Spirit.
Okay, just like the last two episodes, we're going to conclude things with a worship song. This hymn we're going to do this time is Blessed Assurance, which was written by Fanny Crosby, famous blind hymn writer, in 1873 with music by Phoebe Knapp. Now, the version I'm going to play in this episode is going to actually be sung and the guitar playing by a good friend of mine who's very talented named Aaron Peppers. In the notes for this episode, I have a couple different versions of this song recommended, as well as an interesting video about the untold story behind the author of the song, Fanny Crosby, and a small video that goes into how the Bible is divinely inspired. I highly recommend it to go along as a supplement to this lesson. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchase of God. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Savior all the day long perfect submission perfect delight visions of rapture now burst on my sight angels descend This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Submission, all is at rest. I am my Savior, am happy and blessed. 
watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song. Sing my sing.